the question is how could how could a a church engage in such horrific behaviors and to justify it and perhaps even to cover it and hope it just uh, doesn't see the light of day there's no way biblically that can be done welcome to indigenous faith with craig and ladonna smith for the next 30 minutes we invite you to join craig and ladonna as they open god's word and help indigenous followers of Jesus Christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions. Craig is a member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe Indians from northern Minnesota and is an author, public speaker, and gospel singer. LaDonna is from the Navajo Nation from the American Southwest. She is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of God's Word. Together, they have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna into God's Word to see what he has to say about living out an indigenous faith that helps us all live lives that please him and gives us power for victorious Christian living. Something major happened in human history, LaDonna, uh, and it, it's very closely tied to uh, the uh, sending of, of uh, Columbus, you know, from <laughs> The guy from who was Spain. lost, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of people say Christopher Columbus discovered America. Well, uh, we indigenous people, we have a little different take on it. We believe that the indigenous people discovered Christopher Columbus, <laughs> right? Because uh, you know he was, uh, was thought he was off. halfway around the he world, and off. he got onto the shores and saw these dark-skinned, half-naked people running around, and he said, "I'm in India." <laughs> so he, that's where the term Indians came. You know, I mean, that was a given name by by the uh, by those uh, new arrivals. And uh, but we like to think Indians discovered Columbus anyway. Uh, but about 25 years after 1492, in, in 1517. One of the priests, Martin Luther, rose up, and we talked about this a little bit, and he began to oppose the departures of doctrine in the Catholic faith that led to this Protestant Reformation. And even with that Reformation, there's been a division within the Protestantism where some, like their Catholic counterparts, held to a low view of Scripture, and they looked to other traditions that took them away from the sufficiency of Christ, his grace and sacrifice, as sufficient for reconciling man to God. And, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, the word of God gets watered down or, or isn't even valued or isn't even important. It's human tradition. It's a church tradition and so on. But I thank God that there is still a remnant of Christ's genuine church that continues to uphold the scriptures as authoritative over every culture with truth that transcends every human tribe, nation, people, and language. And it is out of every human tribe, nation, people, and language that the gospel is calling out those who would be saved and those who would follow Jesus Christ in his gospel. I, if I can say this, I think this is an important point to stop and bring this tr truth out, out to see the light of day here. Uh, a lot of times uh, Native people wonder, our, 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 our Native folk, why are all these people from other cultures coming and bringing us a message that isn't ours? I mean, you know, we have our ways. We, ha you know, and, and yet, you know, here they come. And 
and the the point of the the point is that we uh, the gospel has been circling the globe because the one who gave birth to the church the one who hung on that cross mm-hmm. who they put in a grave and for 3 days he was dead mm-hmm. and on the third day after 3 dead days he is the only one in human history Amen. who through his own power glory, came out of that glory, grave glory, and he's hallelujah. alive today. Oh, he's our hope. <laughs> that, That's why we trust him. That's when why we he tells you, you know, if, if if somebody, my buddy here on the res tells me, I want you to do this and that, if he would tell me, I don't want you to go into all the world and, and tell people about uh, the good news, you know, I, I'd say, you know what, I got too many other things. I don't know if I'd really trust him. But when the one who mm-hmm. came out of the grave on his own power, because he's God himself, says, I want you to take this gospel into all the world and make disciples of all nations. We have a commission that has come from the creator of heaven and earth. And he says, lo, I am with you always until the end of the world. I mean, this is good news. And I know within our, our native traditional religions and uh, our Madewin religion of our tribe, the Ojibwe's, uh, there is no mission mandate. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no mandate to uh, take uh, Madewin, Grand Medicine religion, to other tribes and, and try to win them over to follow this way. Uh, that That's completely opposite. There is no mandate. But well, I, I just well, want to encourage that throughout... For- yeah, yeah, like many religions, they, there's nobody in the religions that have died and claimed that and rose from the dead. That's right. There's nobody that has done that. It's only it's only Christ Himself and His followers. We 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 embrace Him because not only do we believe He is the only way, but let me tell you something. The the biggest part of the and we're going to kind of wrap things up in a little bit with this important truth that the biggest part of the gospel that we're familiar with is the difference that this man who came out of the grave has made in our own lives as we have faced our own trauma, as we have faced our own difficulty, as we have faced our own pain. Oh, how a, a difference he's made. Yes. What a difference he's made in our lives. And we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about that. But, you know, for now, as we're looking at church history, human history, we want to bring biblical history to explain human history. As, as Protestants from about the past 500 years have, have emerged and, and Protestant churches have been planted around the world, uh, some of them, like Catholic counterparts, maintain a low view of Scripture. And they look to other traditions that took them away from, from the core of the gospel. But I thank God there is still a remnant of Christ's genuine church that continues to uphold the scriptures as authoritative. It is those kind of folk who took the Great Commission seriously, who came to my reservation in northern Minnesota back in the 1920s and 30s and shared the gospel of Jesus Christ and believed the authority of the Word of God still is in place. And through that, my grandparents, who, as I said, met at a government boarding school and suffered a lot of the same pain and atrocities that uh, those in these Canadian residential schools suffered. Uh, They shared the wonderful grace and forgiveness of of Christ that he can offer any person. And they came to faith in Christ. 
And because of that, in our family, five generations of our family are now followers of Christ. And, and not that doesn't make every generation automatic. We all, every one of us have to stand individually before the Lord and give an account for our life. You know, I came to faith in Christ as a 13-year-old. And, and uh, you know, my, my children at various points in time, our, well, mm-hmm. our children, our, kids, our, <laughs> our children, honey, uh, all came to faith in Christ at various points in time in their journey. And they're following him today. And our grandchildren now are sitting on grandpa and grandma's knees, singing the songs of faith and hope and, and loving Jesus and, and praying. And we're and, praying them through each yeah. day that they grow in the Lord. And that it's just not a memory of when they prayed to receive Christ, but it will be an everyday experience, a growing. You talked about that foundation earlier. There's no mm-hmm. other foundation upon where we can place our trust and our hope other than the Lord. And that's how we're praying for our grandchildren, that they will grow up knowing the Lord day by day and enjoying what it is to be obedient and to love Him because you want to, you choose to. Let me let me quickly talk, put this in, in past, present, and future perspective. In the past, in the past, there is still a remnant of Christ's genuine church that continues to uphold the Scripture as authoritative over every culture with truths that transcend every human tribe, nation, people, and language. Present. It is out of every human tribe, nation, and people and language that the gospel is calling out those who would be saved even today and mm-hmm. would follow Jesus Christ and his gospel. Mm-hmm. And so around the world, if, if every tribe, language, people, and nation are to hear the gospel and out of it there is some who will respond to the gospel, then in every native community, every indigenous community around the world, there will be those like you and me, honey, as a Navajo and as an Ojibwe, we have come to faith in Christ. We have, we have chosen to be guided by the Word of God primarily as our roadmap for life and how we are to live, how we are to conduct ourselves, how we are to walk in a way that honors the one who gave us life in the first place. But also, we are responsible to share that mandate that the creator of heaven and earth gave us to take the gospel into all the nations and then future i love this i love what it says in in the last book of the bible in the book of revelation in chapter 7 verses 9 and 10 this is a picture of heaven at at one day coming the scriptures tell us listen to what it says in revelation chapter 7 Verses 9 and 10. After these things, I looked and behold a great multitude, which no one could count from every nation and all the tribes, people, and languages that were standing before the throne and before the, uh, the Lamb, capital L. That's the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. That was the reference of Christ in, in, in a passage of Scripture. So they're talking about Christ, the resurrected Christ, who is now Lord over all the earth because he is setting up his eternal reign, clothed in white robes and palm branches mm-hmm. were in their hands, and they cried out with mm-hmm. a loud voice, saying, and here's what every tribe, language, people, and nation representatives are going to say, salvation belongs to our God, Amen. who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. God, the creator of heaven and earth, God the Father, and the Lamb, God the Son. Salvation belongs. Amen. To God Himself, and we are there. 
not because of our works, mm-hmm. not because of any kind of human effort to try to reach out to God in ways that have been birthed and developed in 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 out of mankind and out of our fallen fallen state, but by the revealed word of God that tells us God so loved the world he gave his one and only son. And so we are coming out of tribes and nations even today until Jesus comes again and then we will go to be with him. That's a wonderful, wonderful Amen. Uh, place to be, Amen, honey. Craig. And I rejoice in Amen. that. Amen. And so, sure. Craig, with all <clears throat> this wonderful information that we've been sharing from the Word, and how can we say to indigenous Christians, Bible-believing ones, on how to process the pain that we've been talking about mm-hmm. today? Well, let me wrap this up by sharing with you some, some thoughts that uh, I, I think and pray will help any, any person, whether you're a survivor or whether you just generically your heart aches because of this and, and you're an indigenous person on how to move forward. I know that these uh, thoughts that I'm sharing with you, uh, I share with out of my own personal experience with the Lord. And again, I share these things with with our listeners based upon what God's Word has to say ultimately. That's the most important thing. And what I want to say right up front is this. I I believe it's going to be very important moving forward to understand and embrace the reality that the perpetrators of such atrocities historically could never have been Christ's true representatives or his ambassadors and could never have been uh, representing Christ, the Christ of the Bible mm-hmm. in these horrific acts. But Greg, what about those who have repented of such atrocities? Well, you know what? That's an issue between them and God. Mm-hmm. But I want, uh, I, I, I'd say this, that as long as there's breath, there's hope for any man or any woman Isn't that who has done the deepest and darkest things. Oh, I think of that. That's the grace of God. Oh, I think of the one of the two that hung beside Jesus. You know, the one that kept swearing and mm, saying, cursing oh, him and, yeah. yeah. And the other one, like, what are you doing? This is a paraphrase. <laughs> yeah. We deserve what we have. And then turn to Jesus and say, yeah. you know, remember, remember me. me when you come. And the Lord... I, I just think that's so wonderful, like like you said, that there's always hope. Yeah. There's breath. And I, I thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit that is really, I don't know how else to say this, I don't want to say this wrong, but zooming around supernaturally mm. over this planet, yep. working on hearts and minds. Yep. And the Bible says that no one, no, no one. one comes to me unless the Father draws him. Mm-hmm. And he sent the Holy Spirit as a gift to us mm. to talk to us and help us and and uh, help us with the Word of God to help us understand it and to live it out. You know, LaDonna, it's quite possible that those who perpetrated these horrific acts and the ones who dug those graves and threw those bodies into those graves Trying and covered them it. up and hide it, Yes, I, I pray that they would not have had such a searing of their conscience mm. that they would not have repented. Mm. And you know, the Bible tells me that if God hears any sinner who comes in repentance, 
He is faithful and just to to forgive us of all sin and to cleanse us us from from all all unrighteousness. So Mm -hmm. I think we have an easier time embracing a reality that God can forgive, but, you know, the biggest challenge is can we? Mm -hmm. And that's an important thing we're going to get to in a minute, the power of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that point, I, I think we do have to realize, yes, there's a possibility that salvation could have come to a few, many, maybe all, who came to a realization that this is horrific what I've done. But, you know, they are going to stand before God, whether they repented or not. If they've repented, they won't see that person. They're going to see the blood of Christ that covers all sin that was applied to that sin. And that gives us the entrance into into heaven. Mm. Not what we've done, not our works, but his mercy and his Mm. grace. So we have to embrace that as a reality, as a potential. And, uh, but I can guarantee you, what was done would never have been endorsed by Christ, the head of the church. Mm -hmm. That's not his heart. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, Jesus says to everybody, in fact, he said this in his word. He said, follow me. Mm-hmm. It's important to remember that Jesus never said, follow my followers. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. <laughs> what a difference. Whoa. I mean, his followers, <laughs> I'm, I being one of them, I mean, I could mess up horribly. We can disappoint, we, we could, and we have disappointed people too. Not Maybe not to the degree of what we're oh, talking yeah. about today, but I'll tell you what, whether it be toward an individual or to be others, you know, we all have enough junk in our life that we regret yes. and wish we didn't we ever have, have done. Sinned We've and all come sinned. We've all sinned. Short of the glory of God. And so we celebrate today the grace of yes. God. Thank you, Lord. That has been shed through the blood of Christ, covering the sin of the world. And all we have to do by faith is repent and trust God and trust Christ mm-hmm. and surrender our life to Him mm-hmm. and find His life giving forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And then begin moving forward with following him. Mm-hmm. Not following his people, following Christ. That's the key. And so if you're listening today and, and you still struggle with, and you're, you're, you're saying to yourself, well, forget about it. You know, uh, I, this, is, this is too much wrong done by, by the church. Why would I ever want to be part of the church? You know, and that kind of thing. And forget Christ. I, I don't ever want to. I, who would ever want to follow that, you know, because of all the stuff that has happened? You know, you're talking about what has been done by man, by woman, in the name of Christ. Mm-hmm. So what you have to answer, the question you have to answer is, what issue do you have with Christ himself when you look at him in his, in his mm-hmm. 33 and a half or third years that he lived here on planet Earth? What what about him that you don't you don't like? I mean, when you look at him, my goodness, he's so much like us as native people. In his humanity, he was born like us, into a, into a minority tribal people, you know. And uh, and he was uh, he has such he can relate to us as indigenous people so closely, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate that about his humanity. But not only was he fully man, he was fully God. God came down, the the Creator of heaven and earth. In fact. Talks about Jesus, say about Jesus, it says all things are made by him and for him. He made all things. He's the creator. Amen. 
And that's the one who we bow our knee to. Yes. So it's important to remember Jesus never said, follow my followers. He said, follow me. If you're going to follow his followers, you'll be disappointed. If you follow Jesus, you'll never be disappointed, even though still his followers may disappoint. But there's an anchor. There's a bedrock of faith when it's anchored in Christ and Christ alone. But I also think it's important to remember, and I pray this will give some form of healing, is that complete, thorough, and righteous judgment will be given out to all of mankind. That's what God's word tells us. Nobody, especially those who have harmed the littlest of children, will stand before the judge of all the earth and get away with murder or abuse that even contributed to murder. And some some are found out in this life. Yes. And there's some justice that comes Mm -hmm. with that. Some justice. Some. But even that is sometimes incomplete justice. But justice, yeah. It will someday all be revealed. (laughs) And I know that sounds like a long time away, but for we, especially believers in Christ, to just hold on to that, that the Lord, like you said, in that He is the judge of all the earth, and no one's going to get away with it. Well, the atrocities that we're talking about today, the 215 bodies of children that were horrifically uh, abused and uh, tortured to the point of death, uh, is not the only way precious little ones have suffered throughout human history, right? You know, I shudder to think what will happen on that day when not only these priests and religious leaders who have done these atrocities, but let's include in that even contemporarily today, uh, abortion doctors Mm -hmm. and those who promote the taking of innocent lives. Even if they're born and laying on the table. How different is that from what happened, you know? And these, we're talking in the millions. Oh my goodness. In the millions. Uh, This is another part of North America's genocide. Mm Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something, every person who's been a perpetrator of this kind of activity is going to stand before a holy, all-knowing judge. Now, maybe they've stood before a judge here on earth, but you know, it's kind of, in some ways, you can get off. Mm -hmm. Because justice here is always going to be incomplete because it involves mankind. Uh, well, if you the, have a you, really good you, lawyer, you, you pay a lot more than maybe you get off. You, you you raise your hand and you pledge to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. But it's very easy to say enough of truth to make it truth, but not the whole truth. Mm-hmm. And and that's where, you know, you can find ways to convince a jury that this isn't mm-hmm. co- completely what is being I'm being accused of. Mm-hmm. Through some pretty slick, you yeah, know, weaseling, defending weaseling and so out. on. Mm-hmm. But listen, that is not the only justice that is coming or that will have ever been rendered against those who do such horrific things. I want our listeners to understand that when every perpetrator stands before a just and holy and all-knowing judge, unless their sin has been covered up by the blood of Jesus Christ, it is going to be then and there when that, that when they find out that the judge of all the earth will cut right through all the excuses and slate of hand, I got away with it kind of excuses. It will be then and only then when he once and for all rises up on behalf of every one of those 
little ones who have ever perished unjustly throughout all of human history. Now, why do I say that? <laughs> I'm sure you're learning by now that whatever we say in the Indigenous Faith podcast, anything that we say that has any value or worth is going to come directly from God's Holy Word. We're going to go back to the Word again as we wrap this up, LaDonna. Mm -hmm. What does the Word say about this judge? Well, we find it in the first book of the Bible, in the book of Genesis, chapter 18, in the last few words of verse, of verse 25. It tells us in great simplicity, will not the judge of all the earth do right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can't imagine that day when, if you've not been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, you stand before God. And I, I say this to all my indigenous Friends who are listening, you know, as we are so broken and wounded and perhaps even angry at those who perpetrated all this horrific acts done generation ago, several generations ago, when we have to look at our own life and it's being evaluated, are there things like that that we've done? You know, we're going to stand there too. We will be given an account for all of that before the judge who can cut right through mm -hmm. any kind of excuse. And mm -hmm. he will, he can lay out for the world to see, you know, the intent, the thoughts of man. Mm -hmm. That's the creator of heaven and earth. And he is, the Bible tells us there's coming a time when he will judge all things. And so that is, uh, I tell you, that sh it gives me pause and it causes me to shudder when I think about where would I be if it wasn't for the grace of God in my own life? Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths website, tribalrescue.com, to learn more about the Smiths and Tribal Rescue Ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and LaDonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and LaDonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring, and biblically-based, Indigenous faith.